genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And today we are covering Minute 65 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest vote of no confidence minute ever. Yes, uh, you didn't hear that incorrectly. That was a Star Wars The Phantom Menace reference. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I figure uh, if you're going to have a movie quote, you might as well start with one of the finest movies ever made. Am I right? No, I'm not. I don't know it's about terrible. that. It's a terrible film. All right, this is uh, Minute 65 starts with Dante thanking Caitlin for the vote of confidence and ends with the reveal of the fiancé's name. We'll get no. there. Hold. We'll get there. Wait. Hold it back. Everyone hold spoiler back your anti- – Yeah, spoiler alert. Hold back your anticipation for uh, <laughs> the name of the infamous Asian design major. We're going to find out if he's an Asian design major or an Asian design major. <laughs> is it a big A or a little A? <laughs> or both. Yeah, so uh, this is uh, another minute of just them chatting at the RST video. Yes. Um, we have to assume Randall is doing God knows what at the quick stop at this point. Oh, no, is he back yet? He's not even back yet, is he? I think the quick stop's closed. Quick stop's we... locked. That's right. He yeah. locked up the quick stop. I'm sorry. I foolishly assumed someone would actually be tending the store. <laughs> no, yeah, that was not a good that, – that wouldn't make sense at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, if, if at least one of these stores isn't closed, they're not doing their jobs. Right. All right, so – she basically says that she came back because she knew Dante would be, a, as she says, a wreck. Right. And all, all I have to say to that is she obviously knows Dante. Exactly. Well, he says wreck is a harsh term, but he's mildly disturbed even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the scale of one being mildly disturbed and ten being a complete basket case, we have seen evidence that he's far closer to ten than yeah, he is I, down to one. He's a strong seven at that on that scale. Yeah, I mean, you did call the newspaper and uh, accuse them of having a vindictive printer. <laughs> right. And I mean, on the dirtbag scale, he's also close to 10 because he's quite literally having a conversation with the girl he wants to date while already telling his now girlfriend that he's going to meet up with her. Well, between this minute and last, he's going up two points. <laughs> yeah. You know, if he was a 7, he's a 9 now on this creep Oh, scale. yeah, and, and he he's going up the charts like he's, uh, you know, the latest single that came out. Yeah. She says a macho facade is a turn-on, and I'm pretty sure everything's a turn-on for her. I know. I think a stiff breeze is a turn-on for her. I I think so, too. Between the stories we hear and the way that she acts and some later actions that we see. Right. She's unhinged. (laughs) You turn the lights out, and she's in. That's it. That's all you got to do is make it dark. I do admit there is a good chuckle line in this of, uh, it's been a while since I got called back where she's doing the macho facade thing, and she goes, what smells like shoe polish? And I, right away I think, oh, it's a running gag. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, the way they did it, it was they say it a couple times early on, but it's been a long time since anybody said the shoe polish line. Yeah. It's probably been a good 20 minutes to a half hour, and then she drops it again, and she he jerks his hand away real quick <laughs> and immediately gets pissed off. He, 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 he says a smart thing, too. He says, so what did you come here for, to comfort me? Really, why yeah. did she come there? Just to rub it in, or... I mean, I guess we're going to find out over the course of this minute and then the next minute. I guess she had a motive to come there, but she's definitely um, burying the lead here instead of yeah. saying, like, no, I came back because I'm breaking up with my fiancé, or I'm, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. She's, like, all over the place about it. No, yeah, she doesn't have... She doesn't commit to anything at this point. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, we get, in, <laughs> we get into some of my favorite conversations. Both of these terrible people who are cheating on their fi- on their fiancé and girlfriend, respectively, are now going to argue with each other 
about lying to the other person about seeing somebody. Right, and hiding things. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she must have said to him that she was – did she even say that she was seeing other people? Um, yeah, she did. She said she was seeing other people, but not seriously. Not seriously, yeah. So that was okay. Seeing other people was fine. The fact that it was serious was a problem. But <laughs> he has the serious girlfriend. He does have the serious girlfriend. And also with her, how serious does it have to be if the guy's going to propose you? It's got to be pretty serious. So <laughs> Listen, they're both liars. Yeah. Either it's pretty serious or this guy is a this guy's a real go-getter. Like you've been like how long have you been dating? What's the minimum amount of time you got to be dating before someone could legitimately think to give you a ring? I mean, the baseline's got to be 6 months, right? You and would think. Even that. I mean, that's ridiculous. 6 months is ridiculous, but that I could see. I mean, if you're giving somebody a ring in two weeks, you're mentally ill. I mean, right. it's, that's not even – you wouldn't be having this conversation. She'd be, you know, sending him to the funny farm. She'd be running away. <laughs> well, I mean, after she <laughs> well, had one last, one last go at him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so she's ready to walk down the aisle. Well, at least he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she says she's giving the ring back. All right, so you're giving the ring back to stay with Dante. I have is severe issues saying? with this. I, I mean, it's got to be, right? Like, I mean – there's only two reasons to give the ring back. One, you want to be with Dante, or two, you just don't want to be with this guy. But then why come all the way back to Jersey and make a production out of it? Yeah. And say and give him the whole, I'm giving the ring back. Uh, but she note, does mention she doesn't want to get married now because she's on the verge of graduation. She wants to go yeah. to grad school after. So, I mean, she's not saying to him that she's doing it for him. Yeah. My note is this chick is terrible. <laughs> well, that's it's the one of those, you need. Wouldn't you much rather have her... If you're um, the Asian design major, have her either just say no, or when you tell her to wear the ring and she doesn't. I mean, nobody wants to get rejected, but you sure as hell don't want her to wear the ring for God knows how long she wore it for, because we don't know. Right. Long enough for the mother to see it, apparently. <laughs> and then have her give it back to you. Like That's even worse. Right. Especially when later on down the road she starts shacking up with this doofus. And other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, oh, I did write. She said she's going to grad school. So I got to ask you a question. What do you think her major is? What well, would we don't, Caitlin be going to school for? We don't get enough of her at this point, but maybe massage therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is terrifying right there. That's the only thing I can think of for her. Yeah. She's like, uh, what's her? She's uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt from that uh, client list show. Yeah. <laughs> Come in. Like, uh, do you have happy endings here? That's all we have here. <laughs> <laughs> Every ending's a happy ending. <laughs> Dante's just waiting for her in the waiting room. Everybody keeps coming out going, that Caitlin is something special. And he's like, dude, she sure is. <laughs> that's my wife. Yeah, that's my wife. Mother of my kids in there. <laughs> she wants to start a career. A career as a massage therapist. <laughs> She's she's in a in a strip mall with a psychic and a, a bail bondsman. <laughs> oh, she's even a strip mall massage therapist. <laughs> hey, come see me during lunch. We can go. Uh, we can go down to the pizza place. It's part of my my strip mall. <laughs> Does she have like those big uh, walls? You know, the fake walls that they put up around them too. So it's like yeah. not even a full wall. Which <laughs> is like the the sheet at the front that's kind of like a shower curtain. That <laughs> yeah. goes across. <laughs> <laughs> she's come she's come way too far yes in my massage therapy <laughs> yeah so she, she was it necessary to say how much money the guy was going to make <laughs> I mean is that just to take it Dante too I, I think it is she says about oh he's going to be bringing in so much and she does like the head the head tilt thing like oh, oh yeah. so much money 
she might as well just say, I mean, I'm leaving him, but the man is just a, he is a lion in bed. He is just, right. he is an animal. He's the best <laughs> I've ever had. He's so, so much like, bigger I, I than you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like this. I don't need to hear any of this. <laughs> and people uh, rag on her acting, but I mean, the way her head bobs and stuff and she kind of rolls her eyes, I think she's not that bad. She's pretty good in the scene. The thing that always bothered me about her was her voice. It sounds like, it, it may just be her voice. I, I can't remember seeing any interviews with her recently, but she kind of talks and she's kind of over her words a little bit, like almost uh, like she doesn't open her mouth all the way, which can be not a bad, it's almost like you're a little nervous and you talk right. like that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, that may just be the way she talks. She bothered me, she has bothered me less and less over the years. I think it's less since I've watched it minute by minute and had to watch this minute five times in a row too. You know, it's maybe, maybe get used to her. <laughs> Such high praise. <laughs> you get used to her. <laughs> but I don't, like, I've heard people uh, say bad things about how she looks too. I don't think she looks bad. Yeah. I mean, she's just, she looks like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, she, she looks cute enough. I mean. Right. She's just, yeah, I don't. I mean, the fashion choices are doing nobody any favors in this movie. I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> Were they choices or are they what was going on? And I still don't know if that's a House of Pain shirt he's got on. He just moved again. I think it is. He <laughs> he moved the one time, and I'm pretty sure it's a House of Pain. <laughs> he's going to jump around. It's either that or House of Pancakes. It's one of those. <laughs> either way, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that bothers me about her is just kind of the way that she delivers some of the lines. And, I mean, for ragging on her for her acting, she's in the movie for five minutes. Right. I mean, well, she's in the movie for, like, maybe a grand total of, like, ten minutes, six in a row, which we're doing right now, <laughs> of just, like, her talking to Dante. But, I mean, take away the scene that she shares with Dante here, where it's just the long RST video scene. She's got a quick scene with Randall. She has her scene with another customer, let's say, yeah. that comes up in, like, ten minutes. But beyond that, she really doesn't have anything. It's not much more than that. You're right. I mean, she's got a couple minutes. The, I mean, the two women that are in this are uh, much more underrepresented compared to you know, what the guys are. I mean, at least Veronica gets to spread her wings a little bit. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to the end of the minute where we find out that her uh, fiancé is very traditional. <laughs> so I'm leaning towards him being capital A Asian design major. Yeah, well, especially since she says um, his name. Yeah, his name is Sang. <laughs> Sang, like the past tense of Sing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I mean, we'll find out next minute, but uh, you can already tell that this is going to amuse Dante or at least stick in his crawl a little bit. Oh, yeah. As most things do with Dante. <laughs> <laughs> so now the question is, is he an Asian, Asian design major like we said before? <laughs> well, I mean, I would have to hope that young Kevin Smith, if he was an Asian, Asian design major, would call him such. <laughs> so you think he's just a design major who is Asian? Then? Yeah. Which makes everybody in this movie a friggin' racist because exactly. everybody's referring to him as an Asian design major. <laughs> right. I, I I think I went into this before, probably thirty minutes ago when this got brought up before. Like you wouldn't do that in any other context. No, no, you did mention that before. You say say any other color in front of that or any other race in front of that, and it wouldn't. Or be good. In, in front of any other job. <laughs> yeah, in front of exactly. Yeah, there's my Asian mailman. What? Like, you can't <laughs> well, say no. that. That is you not can't okay. Say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't work in any context. There's that. Here's my look at that white fireman. Like, no. what, 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 why, why did you why? say that? <laughs> I mean, if you're asked to describe, like, there's three firemen. Well, which one was it? Then you could say the white one or the black yes. one. But you don't just bring it up for no reason. It doesn't yes. make sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it's odd. If yeah, it's just it's very strange. Yeah. And part of me hopes that he came up with that and was like, oh, I like the fact that this will confuse everyone. 
I'm going to leave it just like this. Because <laughs> you say Asian design major, and nobody knows if it's an Asian person who's a design major or a person who, who uh, studies Asian design. I was thinking Feng Shui at the time when they were saying Asian yes. design major. <laughs> the fake art of Feng Shui. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole show about feng shui one time where they just they, they brought in like 10 feng shui masters yeah, and they put them in a room and like that's the whole thing is they move furniture around and stuff. Right. So they bring in the first guy and they're like, all right, how's this room look? You got to arrange the chi. He moves everything around and then they bring in the next guy and he moves everything around and they bring in the next guy and he moves everything around. They're like, okay, well, this is, this is bullshit. Yeah, this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Now, each one has moved each other's furniture around. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, if this was like an actual thing, everybody would move it to the same place. Right. You got to make the right flow of I forget what they were saying, but it, it is it sounds like made up. It, it's a made up thing where somebody can come over to your house and charge you five hundred bucks to move the furniture around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen, just move the furniture when everybody else does when you're painting, or you know, because there's dog hair under it. That's I mean, there's no other real reasons to move. Or like, you drop a, a piece of food and it rolls under the couch. I don't know. Sometimes I'll come home from work and my wife has the entire couch, uh, living room moved around for no reason. And now I feel weird for about two weeks till I get used to it. <laughs> I'm living in some stranger's room. They, yeah, they used to this? say that that was, that was a good way to like um, play pranks on people. Like if you had keys to their house, was to like go in and move all their furniture like two inches. <laughs> this <laughs> doesn't feel right. <laughs> just, just to screw with them. <laughs> Wait, is this where I sit every day? Yeah. You're like, wait, man, why does the TV look like it's angled in the other direction? I think the other favorite was the other favorite was to if somebody had a bookshelf to and you had to key to their house to go in and rearrange the books, but just a little bit. If it was in a room where they would sit normally and they're like looking up and they're like, wait, is that where those books always were? And like, are they off by a little bit? And then like, just go back like two weeks later, move them again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny prank if they notice, but like someone like me wouldn't even notice, and they would be moving my shit around, and I would never know the difference. And I would... here's here's why I tell you you would notice, especially with something like books. Not because like you look at the titles; it's the colors. Maybe the you used to, yeah. on, on the on the second shelf. That's where you know my copy of the stand is, which was all red. If it was suddenly at the bottom, I'd notice. Yeah, you're right. Not you because I noticed notice. that just the colors moving would like. But wait a minute, that's not where that goes. All them pranks, we should be going in and doing upper deckers instead. <laughs> well, listen, some things are funny to do to your wife, uh, and Upper Decker is not, especially because you're going to be the one that's cleaning it. Maybe we should explain an Upper Decker. That's when you take the tank lid off the toilet, and you go in the tank. <laughs> and you make a poo in it. <laughs> Brown water flushes every time you flush the toilet. So. Yes, very popular at like college locations and yes. things like that. Or if you have a friend you're really trying to get back at. <laughs> all right. Well, on the on that poopy note, I don't think I have any other notes for this minute. <laughs> no. All I said is that she's awful, and apparently she's not a housewife. Yeah. All right. I don't have and anything else. Sang signed with a major firm, and he's going to be pulling a huge salary. That's all I know. Oh yeah, F him. Sang sucks. I don't <laughs> hear about Sang anymore. I prefer Sing. <laughs> but Sung is Sung. my favorite. That's my word. Like Sung, Sing, Sang. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. All right. All right. So if you if you want to hear more from us for some reason. Um, you can listen to our old podcast, uh, Burbs Minute. Just uh, Google the Burbs Minute, you'll find it. We did uh, every minute of that fine movie one minute at a time. Um, don't worry, that's a PG-rated podcast. You can have your kids listen to that one. No opportunity. Uh, go over to Facebook. Oh, God almighty. Go over to Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> uh, Facebook, we have a listener society or thing. You can go in and talk to us. It's uh, Jane Silent Bob's Quicker Stop. We usually discuss whatever nonsense we were talking about that week. Or I put up random things and ask questions. Or you can just go on there and yell at us. Whatever makes you feel better. 
Also, if uh, if you're into the movies by minutes forecast, forecast uh, format, <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> rain. Well, it's gonna be rainy and sunny, it's seventy-two degrees. Uh, head over to a uh, Die Hard minute, where each week you can listen to a different set of hosts from all the movies by minutes. Do a week. We do two weeks. We do a week at the beginning, week at the end. By the and time you're hearing in, this, we've already done our first. Say one. That. <laughs> I was just gonna say that if you're jumping in now, you missed us. So start no, back. No, no. Beginning. Well, you missed our first week, but we'll be back at the end. <laughs> then we're coming back around again. We're coming back around. We have a we have a minute of die or a five minutes of die hard at the beginning and five minutes at the end. But you get to listen to a bunch of other guys from like Indiana Jones minute, and I don't want to name any other ones because I don't know who else is on there. Uh, Harry Potter minute guys, I know are on there, and I um, can't remember the rest. Batman eighty nine. Oh yeah, Batman 8 Minute. I know the Airport Minute guys are on there. I, I didn't read all the rest. I'm afraid to call out somebody's thing that's not on there. <laughs> and you can always go to DuelingGenre.com to check out our home away from home. There's a bunch of Minute podcasts on there too, run by uh, uh, our Lord and Savior, Scott Corelli. Alright, I think that's all I got. We're getting out of here. We're not even supposed to be here today. I'm living day to day.